you are the podcast master. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Matt West Now Podcast. Hanging out with you here, West Fit Studios. Legit, we are in uh, the gym. We're in my office hanging out, I don't know, sometime middle of the night. It's like 10.45 in the p.m. here. Um, start out with a little PBR news. Congratulations, Ramon DeLima. Big win this past weekend, wherever we were. Uh, it just completely slipped my mind. Little Rock, Little Rock, little Arkansas. Rock. Crazy weekend. Congrats to... Uh, Joel Ricardo Vieta and Sage Kimsey splitting the win at the American, one of my favorite events ever. Um, a lot of talk about the American. A lot of people in the rodeo world continue to talk about that event. And I can say this, and I, I won't hammer on a lot of Western sports here this week, but um, the few years I got to work the American at AT&T Stadium were, or, or without a doubt some of the best memories I've ever had in uh, – in, in this career. So uh, congratulations to all the winners there. I'm sure we'll have a, a full-blown recap and talk a little bit more about the American um, over the next couple of weeks. Jess Lockwood just had surgery. Um, he's on his way back home to heal up and get ready for the rest of the season. It appears that Jose Vitor Lemmy's coming back this weekend. A lot, just a, a lot of crazy, crazy storylines happening in the world of the PBR and in rodeo and in life. Uh we're going to talk about coronavirus. That's right. We're going to talk a lot about coronavirus. I want to introduce everybody that's here with me this week, starting out with uh, my cousin, Sammy. Welcome back, my friend. Hello. My cousin, Sammy, and we are actually Instagram live and right now. He That is a sweet St. Louis Cardinals ball cap. Thank you. Where'd you get that? Uh, lids, I think. You think? No, I ordered it. I ordered it. For- if you had to guess how many St. Louis Cardinals ball caps you have. 40. 40 is that a guess or is that an no accurate? that's i counted them before i left the house like legit tonight <laughs> yeah you counted them what are you doing just sitting around your house and decided well, yeah you know i was what? bored so i counted them oh I had my 40 we gotta we gotta find you i had 39 but a guy bought me one that's really pretty cool and so. it's it's badass it's sweet like it, it really it is really is a sweet lid uh my cousin sammy here hanging out sweet ass red white and blue stars and stripes um Cardinals ball cap and oh, Cardinals. Ugh. My cousin Dave, you're not a Cardinals fan. Uh, no. And I became, you know, I used to not mind them, but I became even less of one during the playoffs. And not because they beat the Braves, but because one of their pitchers. Mainly because they beat the mainly Braves. Because no, because one of their pitchers bitched about the tomahawk chop at tomahawk chop, and that really ruined it for me. It's you like, come on. realize that, like, as like, players move from team to team, they don't really carry, like, it's one of those old, what's the old saying? Like, well, you know, this player's words don't exactly reflect the thoughts yeah. of the entire organization. He said it offended him, and it's like if a bunch of fat sports fans going, rrr, rrr, offend you, then you need to... You know what get... like <laughs> Okay, and I'm going to steal a line from Flint Rasmussen. You know what happens when you get offended? Nothing. Not a damn thing happens when you get offended, period. Exactly. You get over it. You eventually move on. You shut up, and you either deal with it or, you know... You sit around, you whine till you piss your pants, and then you grow up and move on. I don't know why anybody gives a shit enough about what anybody else is doing to even be offended. I, I don't get it. I don't either. I don't, because um, we talk about this a lot. Like my Instagram and me and Megan, we post different things all the time. We'll post gym selfies. You know why? For us. Yeah. For self-accountability. And if you don't like it. Oh, well, I don't care. Like don't. I have like really good friends that make fun of me all the time. Oh, yeah, Matt's in the gym again. Yep, you're right. You're right, 100%. While you're eating that cheeseburger, I'm in the gym trying to be healthier. 
I'm trying to do everything I can to build up my immune system so I don't get the coronavirus. Well, well, you got to. Well, okay. Well, we'll we're going to dive into that. We're going to have a whole session about the coronavirus. But yeah, people get offended. I'm sure we talk about this every week because oh, I'll man. be honest with you, people uh, will say, yeah, you talked about that You know, the last time so-and-so was on there. I don't know. Because when I get done with a podcast, when I get done with a day, I don't remember what I did. You're looking at you me can't like, live yeah, in the okay. past. you can't huh? live in the past. I can't. You I can't live on. in the five minutes ago because my, my, my memory is crap. Yeah. It's horrible. Well, people are actually offended by what we're calling the coronavirus and people are calling it the Wuhan virus. People are actually being offended by that, saying that calling it the Wuhan virus is racist. Okay. AOC said that people are boycotting Chinese restaurants because of the coronavirus, and that's racist. She legitimately said that today. Well, I mean, that's that's kind of none of the food comes from China, and most of the people cooking are from Mexico. So, you know, I think unless you okay, that might be borderline. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That might be borderline. It's true though. So it's not you're not going to get the coronavirus. The, the fact that the Corona Beer Company has experienced a 36 percent profit loss is that real? Per, yeah, pretty much tells you the intelligence level. Of the people that live in this country. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the people at Corona Beer right now? How pissed off they are? How scared? Like, well, they're just wishing they would have named it the Budweiser virus. If that, that would have came out and it would have been the West Fit virus, I'd shit myself. Yeah. Like, what do you, what do, you do? Like, what are the chances of that? It's, I don't know. It's a conspiracy. Yeah. It's an absolute conspiracy by. Anheuser Busch to take. No, I don't even know. They might even own Corona. They, I, I don't, don't know. know I have no idea. I don't drink. Nobody in this so room drinks, <laughs> which is crazy considering the people on Instagram Live right now are are watching us. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that. Yeah, I just got a, a brand new topic. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, um, we're gonna do a lot of rambling. I can promise you this podcast tonight. If you're looking for some inspiration, uh, just go ahead and hit the stop button. If you're looking for something really extremely positive to make you feel better about yourself and how to make yourself better, I'm gonna give you one piece of advice at the end of this show on how to you know make yourself better. Ah, piss on! It. I'm gonna give it to you right now. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. It's that simple. The fact that we live in a society where grown-ass people, adults, celebrities, are having to do public service announcements to tell you to wash your hands is absolutely asinine. I was washing my hands 47 times a day way before the coronavirus, and now I've stepped it up to like 147 times a day. I actually brought in a thing of Germix. But you think about it, though. Okay, so this is what blows my mind. How old are you when you're getting potty trained? You know, you're like, what, two, eight, three, eight, nine, 15? No, but you're like two, three, four years old when, when, you know, you're doing that whole potty training scenario. What's like the first thing that they tell you after you get done going to the bathroom? Like my my parents, wash your your hands, hands, wash your hands. You know what scares me now is because that whole washing your hands after you get done at the bathroom thing went hand in hand. I mean, parallel with potty training. So you know what I'm scared of now? How many people are walking around society right now just shitting their pants because they never got potty trained or oh. they didn't learn? I mean, it's a, ridiculous. A lot of them. I'm blessed to <laughs> you work. You said in, that seriously. Like, here's a lot I'm, of people. I'm just blessed. Ran. I'm blessed <laughs> to work in people's houses where I have to work in the laundry room, and a lot of people are shitting their pants, buddy. I've seen the evidence. 
<laughs> this is the dumbest podcast. Ever. Well, I say that I'm every week. I'm just telling you. We find a way to outdo it. I'm just telling you that it was uh, – it, I'm glad we finally – had something happen in America to make wiping your ass cool. Other than the fact that it's there's a shortage. Your pants is the coolest. (laughs) What was that? There's a a shortage on shit paper, toilet paper. Yeah, that's one I didn't like. Wait, time out, time out, time out. We got to clean up the language because uh, my parents listen to this and I got, I got, I got in trouble. So did you really? I'm, I'm as old as I am. I'm an adult (laughs) male and I still, I still follow my, like if my parents get upset about something, or if they tell me something, I try to I try to do it. Well, sure, because I have respect for them. Well, that's called respect, yeah. yeah. And that's another thing that's dying in America too. Oh my god, it's dying. It's not even dying a slow, painful death. It's no, like it's, it's almost extinct. So, anyways, I because I have a feeling you were going somewhere really good with that. Well, yeah, I was saying I, I get the Germex shortage and the Lysol wipe shortage and all that, and the mask that all makes sense. The toilet paper shortage, I wasn't real sure on. I guess maybe if you got trapped in your house, you'd have to have. But I mean, worst case scenario, you like hot what are, shower. What are the symptoms of? <laughs> oh no, it's, yeah, it's not diarrhea or anything. It's all respiratory stuff. It's like fever, runny nose, cough, stuff like that. So, why so do, like, why do people? We're fear mongers. Like, well, yeah, we're absolute fear mongers. And I wonder if anybody has stopped to think about that they're buying them masks by the hundreds, and they're all made in China. Well, but here's the thing like i don't care i don't care i don't like you're not going to get me to wear a mask here, me either. Here, here's an update i've seen people wearing them all over too. here's it's crazy here's my update on coronavirus i don't have it and guess what at least not that you know oh well although you said the last person to use this mic was tom hanks so i'm a little nervous but. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, i think we're good we're good we're good on that okay but that's big news tom hanks has coronavirus Sure okay, so did Tom Michaels in Newport, Washington. I don't know, but like, uh, I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to sound cold hearted, and I don't want to say who cares. But I just like, what's the difference in a celebrity having a virus and a normal nothing, common folk having? Nothing. Like, and it's not that the, big a deal to me. Here's the deal: since I've been of any age, I was burdened with the knowledge that someday I'm going to die. And I'm not scared about it. I'm not any more scared that coronavirus might kill me than I am about anything else. Hey, so so somebody on here just said that a Walmart clerk told her. Now, and I'm going to be honest with you: if you're getting your information <laughs> from Walmart, from uh, yeah, I I I don't know, but I do like this. Said that the toilet paper shortage is because they can't get masks anymore. There's a shortage on masks, and so they can't get the masks anymore. So they're going to use this toilet paper as like a makeshift mask. So, and, and and I hope that's the case. I hope tomorrow morning I walk outside and there's a bunch of idiots walking around like zombies, like fake zombies in a B plus. More movie. like a mummy. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant, mummy. I said zombie. Now I'm the idiot. A toilet paper. See how that works. Well, you're not near as big an idiot as somebody wrapping toilet paper around their face. Yeah. Oh, oh my God! I would give anything for a bunch of zo- mummies. Did it again? Mummies. A bunch of mummies. Yeah. Why is that so hard right. for me to think? Of? I don't mummies. know. Mummies. I don't know. I love my mummy. I. I. Me too. Uh, that wouldn't work. They say that even the it has to be a particular type of mask before it even works. Like all the masks don't even work. Yeah, like a mask you would wear on the space station in outer space. Yeah, it's because the- I don't know if you guys know this or not, but those little paper masks. You know what they're made out of? Paper. Yeah. Paper doesn't do shit. It's like it, it's not. It's not. It's not a you know uh, it's not a shield of armor. It's no. a piece of paper. 
No, being in construction, I know what it actually takes to block that kind of stuff. And time out. Well, yeah, time out. Asked you to elaborate. Time out. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, First of all, what the hell does that mean? Second of all, please continue. Well, it's because I had to be fitted for respirators. Ralph's sitting on a train engine in Coffeeville. If that tells you anything. (laughs) And they shave when you wear that stuff. Yeah, yeah. For for a respirator to even be effective, you can't have any facial hair. There's a certain filter that's for everything under the sun you got to have in there. And then they're only good for 15 minutes of active use. And then you have to change the filters. So if you really want to be protected from coronavirus, go buy you a respirator. Shave all your facial hair. Buy you about 200 filters because every 15 minutes you got to change them because they lose their effectiveness. So the masks are completely useless. Uh, about like everything you just said. If you want to be completely honest, I didn't hear anything you just said. You know why? Why? Because I don't care. Amen. I don't care. I don't. Look, we're shutting down major sporting events. We're shutting down expos. We're shutting down. Yeah, canceled South by Southwest. Yeah. Uh, But think about the impact that's having on the economy. And I know we could talk about this for hours because uh, everybody in the room that thinks this is a political stunt, raise your hand. Amen. Well, I mean, like, I, I believe the coronavirus is real, but I just right, think but that I it's being... the flu's real. Yeah, it's being overblown to try to... Well, swine flu killed like 18,000 people, and we never heard about it because that was during the previous administration. Yeah, I, I just... My thing is this. There's, what, less than 30 deaths... Right now, from the coronavirus, and in, in the United States, yeah, it's pretty low. Nobody listening. To a this lot of pod- those are from uh, one nursing home in Washington. Here's Joe, yeah. Joe Biden said that everybody which, seventeen, yeah, which is obviously going to drive the mortality rate up quite a bit. Well, well, Joe Biden said that most of the reason we don't have more deaths is because most of the people that had coronavirus got killed by a handgun. Yeah, and, <laughs> before they could die. Joe Biden also said Vermont is a beautiful city. While he was in New Hampshire, so true, anyways, true. They're they're man, oh yeah, 150 million people die of guns, but don't tell Uncle Dick in the deer stand that. Yeah, no. I'll be Uncle Dick in a deer stand. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't believe we made. I it had to work that in because we we forgot to get to it on the last. Uh, one. Yeah, and as soon deer. as we were done, like we had just watched the debate, and, and I, I hope, I really do, genuinely hope that everybody is is watching these debates, whether you're Democrat, Republican, Independent, Communist. I don't care. I hope that you take the time to watch the debates to actually learn about the candidates. Like, oh. I, I want to learn about the candidates that I'm not even going to vote for. The next one is going to be so amazing if they end up having it. I mean, if Joe Biden's smart, he will just check out right now and be like, oh, yeah, I'm not debating. But the next debate is just going to be Bernie and Joe, and that's it. And they're not even going to be an audience there. So Joe's going to have at least two hours to try not to say something completely ridiculous. And you know he's going to. If I was him, I mean, he's already in the lead. He needs to just check out, not do the debate, make up some excuse well, not here, to do okay. it. So here's the interesting thing. So government officials, different uh, governors, different mayors, they're all shutting down all public gatherings. So like the NBA just, I mean, suspended its season. There's baseball games that are being canceled. There's all these events where people are coming in, you know, they canceled the Arnold in Columbus, Ohio. And I know Columbus, Ohio took a huge economic hit, you know, this past weekend. Here's my question. Any more town halls? Are we going to do any more debates? I mean, or are we shutting everything down? Because if I'm, if I'm, 
if I'm one party right now, I'm crossing my fingers that they shut it down because I don't want to go debate Trump. Oh, exactly. Oh, no. The first question that was asked the other day when they had a, like a coronavirus update, the first question that was asked to Mike Pence was whether Trump was going to suspend his rallies or not. And I think that's a lot of what this canceling stuff's about is they don't want Trump having any more rallies because they're finding out that 15 to 30 percent of the people showing up at his rallies are actually Democrats showing up at his rallies. Well, I mean, they, they don't want to. My personal thing is, and, and I know coronavirus is real and I know, you know, all that, but it's to lower the voting numbers. It's what I think they want. They don't want, they want to scare everybody out of turning out to vote. I, I don't know that it's, you know, scare people away from the polls. I think it's just to put fear, fear in the country at all. So here's how I look at it. Like anytime you can put fear into other humans, you have the upper hand, you have the advantage. Now, whether it's to keep people away from the polls, whether it's just to to have control of society as a whole. I mean, they're literally playing puppet master right now. And media, media is playing puppet master because they're saying, don't go anywhere, stay inside. Don't. Well, I mean, Here, I- here's my deal. I Again, I, it goes back to I don't care because if it's my time to go, it's my time You're to go, going, whether yeah. it's going to be coronavirus, whether it's going to be, you know, getting whatever, if it's a train, if it's, you know, I... I, I I am not going to spend my life, and here's the one serious thing I'm probably going to say on this podcast, but you're wasting your life being scared into trying to prolong your life, if that makes any sense at all. Yeah, perfect sense. None of us is going to make it out of here alive. Hank Williams said that. What'd you say? (laughs) Hank Williams said that. No matter how hard you try, you'll never get out of this world alive. Yeah, I mean, you can check in, but you'll never leave. The Eagles, I think, said that. Or check out any time you like. Can't never leave. Yeah, you can't never leave. (sighs) But it's, yeah, that's, if you worry your whole life about dying, then you'll never live. So I'm I'm reading some of the comments on Instagram. Uh, We're Instagram living right now. Yeah, the livestock industry took a huge hit. You know, they, they canceled the the Houston rodeo, which I think brings in like 80 some thousand people a night. And so, man, can you imagine being one of those huge, like, concert, you know, like a, like a huge band right now? Like, I think Cody Johnson was scheduled to be there. But, I mean, if you're like a Jason Aldean or, or anybody and you're supposed to play the Houston Rodeo, I'm going to be like, yeah, okay, so somebody's got to find a way to pay me. Two, let's go find some local dive bar with a bunch of zombies that don't care about the coronavirus and let's have some fun. I mean, that's what I would do. But... Uh, the- it is the media reporting. I mean, can you imagine if the media reported on the regular flu like this and reported every death? I mean, like, I think there was 18,000 deaths from the flu last year. There's been up to like 60-some thousand deaths from the regular flu. If they reported on the regular flu like they've reported on this, people would be, I mean, they'd be going crazy. Yeah. And, I mean, that's a lot of what's driving the economy down and everything, which, I mean. They had to do something to get the numbers down. Yeah. They had to do something. Yeah. Yeah. What's Speaking next? of uh, yeah, Joe Biden saying ridiculous stuff, did anybody see the video of him challenging the union worker to a fight? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I've seen that. Uh, yeah. That it, was quite amazing. Look, I have mixed feelings on it, if you want to. So my thoughts on that whole Joe Biden video thing, telling the guy that he was full of, you know, full of it, at least he was standing up to somebody instead of cowing down but when he turned and told that woman to shush 
When he shushed her, shut up. You're a dipshit. Well, yeah, but my thing was, like, I don't care if you would have sat there and argued with him, but it just came across as a pissed off old man. Like, it's not like he sat there, because I've seen Ted Cruz sit and debate somebody at a rally. Like, they'll come up to him, and he'll sit there and debate them, but he'll have facts. But Joe Biden just came across as this pissed off old man. Like, he didn't say anything to, like, yeah. as a rebuttal of this guy. Well, he was just like, he, you he need an AR-14, which don't even exist. You need 100 rounds. Like, okay, Joe, what the hell are you talking about, yeah, buddy? the guy said no. <laughs> and no, he told I him I don't need a hundred rounds. He told him he'd go outside with him, but then Joe couldn't find it outside. <laughs> <laughs> then he said, "Where are we going?" I forgot. <laughs> I mean, it's so sad. For the next seven months, how are they going to keep him under control? Like he's challenging you know, people's to fights. It's, it's they. Can't. I know. No, I, I I can tell you exactly how they're going to do it. Coronavirus. Yeah, that's right. That's how they're going to shut it down. Well, yeah, and for a party that paid so much attention to Donald Trump's mental health which he's like brilliant they're ignoring hit joe by his mental health which he has none he's as you know loony as a bat which eating one of those is what caused the coronavirus exactly but <laughs> it did so the, i i and i i don't know you were telling me this i didn't know and i'm going to assume that the majority of people in society didn't know this story. Yeah, I mean, it started in, in Wuhan, and there was some market that was selling, like, I guess, I don't know if, like, bat meat's a delicacy over there or what, but somebody ate some sort of bat or rat or something, and that's I think that's kind of where it, where it came from. And it came from Wuhan, which is why they're calling it the Wuhan virus, which is not racist. Which is obvi- they called Ebola the Ebola virus because the first case was next to the Ebola River. They called MERS MERS because it was uh, – uh, uh, it was – Middle East Respiratory Syndrome is what MERS stands for. It's like there's nothing racist about it. They named it from where it came from. If the, if the virus would have started in Delaware, Oklahoma, they would call it the Delaware virus. No, they'd have they, called it the meth virus. Yeah, the, it would have just been, yeah. Yeah, it would have just been all oh, that same shit that Joe had the other week. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it, I don't know how many people listening have ever been to Delaware, Oklahoma, but man, it is turning into a booming metropolis, people. Well, it's awesome. Let me tell you. It is, really. It's it's crazy how many people I am. It's crazy how many people just don't have respect for themselves, much less anybody else. Anything. No respect for anything. It's terrible. I want to know if you're listening to the podcast right now, I want to know your thoughts on this whole coronavirus thing i want to know how many people are with me in the sense that um i'm not worried about it Uh, i know a lot of people are taking precautions obviously you know i went to sam's went to walmart everybody's out of water everybody you know it's it's y2k all over again there's no toilet paper i'm sure here here's you know how you know how i'm gonna beat coronavirus I'm going to have a pretty healthy dose of like supplementation, you know, vitamins. I'm going to actually care about the food that goes into my body every once in a while. I'm going to not just smoke myself to death. You know what's going to happen now? All three of us are going to get coronavirus. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Guarantee it. Well, I, I probably got it right now. I'm sure when it's all said and done, they'll find out we've all already had it Everybody. several times because it'll just be a, a strain of a flu and it'll be, I mean, it's. I don't. What do you think it was like the first time somebody got chicken pox? Think about that. All of a sudden, little well, Jimmy's got these CNN, big CNN, so nobody blew it out of proportion and threw a you know big fit over it. But 
Here's the one thing we're never going to have to question what side of the political <laughs> fence that my cousin Sammy's on. <laughs> well, my <All> right. God. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's trying to hide. And I want to know why there's a toilet paper shortage, but there's still plenty of paper towel. <laughs> Nobody was raised hey, when I was raised. You know what? You know what I'm curious about? What's the sock section look like? Because I've been stranded with just a sock a time or two. When I go to Walmart and all the shirts got the pockets ripped off, and I'll be wearing. I'd say all of the t-shirts were sleeveless, but it's Oklahoma, so they're sleeveless anyway. We don't wear sleeves around here. Hey, speaking of, uh, Cousin Dave rolls up in the gym looking like a gym shark model. Jesus. A gym shark model without the abs or muscles, but a gym shark model. Yeah, a gym shark, head to toe. I mean, I like the way their clothes fit. Jesus, and I've been hitting the gym hard. Have you? You you actually have. Thank you. No, it's it's not a compliment. It was (laughs) I was just agreeing with you. (laughs) Thank you. Doesn't really fit there. I don't. But anyways, must be nice. Be a professional drummer and be able to buy them expensive workout clothes and not even have a gym membership. (laughs) I have a gym membership. Two of them. But the only one you use is where? Here? Yes. Uh, Hey, okay. Look, maybe the only thing in my opinion, you might have to Google this because I don't know if you know this or not, both of you. Maybe the only thing, in in my opinion, in the news right now that trumps the coronavirus nonsense, ignorant mania, is a man in Butte, Montana by the name of Shep. You guys have any idea what I'm talking about? Bring it. Dear goodness. Get your Google machines ready because there's a man in Butte, Montana that had Shep's, uh, I I, want to say it was Shep's Goods was the name of the store. So old man Shep, I believe, is 72 years old. And he had this special jerky that he made and sold. And this jerky becomes quite the rave in the locals. I thought it was Kentucky. Well... Yeah, and that's what turned me on to this. Now that I think about it, you're the one that said, yeah. don't, don't stop in Kentucky. It's, it's actually in Butte, Montana. So old man Shep has this special sauce in his jerky or has this special recipe. And apparently uh, it was so much to the liking of the people around that area that uh, the folks at Jack's Links yes. decided to steal a little bit of it and send it to their science labs right on. to see what was in this jerky that made it so spectacular. Cousin Dave, do you have any idea what it was that made this jerky so different than anybody else? Was it human meat? It human. was human meat. Ding, ding, Hold ding, on. ding. I'm ding, Googling ding, it now to see if it's true, and this is saying that it, USA Today says no. It says no, it's not true? A man didn't get arrested for selling human jerky. Oh, they let him go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, it's a big story, but... Well, uh, it does have a picture of a guy here. Yeah, I'm sure. 72-year-old Shep Arnold has been arrested for selling dehydrated human meat, a.k.a. jerky. Uh, I think this is saying that it's not, it wasn't true. I hope it's not true because that's, uh, I hope it's not true too. Texas Chainsaw Massacre shit. And that's what I was going to say because even if it's not true, how is it so heavily circulated that we've heard about it in Oklahoma? I mean, like, like, how does, well, I think some of them stories are true, but they just, they put the lid on them because do you really want thousands of people waking up tomorrow going, Damn, I ate little Johnny for. I thought it was jerky. I mean, they. Uh, no, I think. What's like? What's your first reaction? It, like, if you happen to drive through that store at some point in your life, now, now I start thinking: Have I ever been to Butte, Montana? If I have, 
I wonder you, if this, yeah, you, you know, I mean, people that travel, like, <laughs> like, how do you react to that? If you find out that you, you've, you've stopped at this place in the past and now all of a sudden that happens. Um, I think that's exactly why that it'll come out now that it was a false story because they don't want that. I think they hide stuff from us just as much as they blow other stuff out of proportion. Really, I think they feed you like the government. By they, you mean the government or the media? I mean or the media or everybody. Yeah, the yeah everybody. We I go. mean because they treat us like mushrooms, right? They keep you in the dark and feed you shit. I think that's how they control the population. I feel like my cousin Sammy could start his own. Uh, like Alex Jones, or he's just talking about chemtrails. We're, yeah, <laughs> well, I'm just conspiracy theorists. <laughs> I'm not really that, but I just I'm pretty sure that we've all been lied to since we was old enough to read a book or go to school or You're pretty to heavy the on the bullshit triggers yeah i'm name. pretty sure that you know we were raised on bullshit yeah uh, well they told us we had to eat dairy they told us we had to eat breads they told us we had to eat meat and all that yeah, stuff the four, for so long the four food groups have basically been groups. proven to kill us yeah so well and they keep going back and forth on that it's like eggs are good for you no eggs are bad for you wait eggs are good for you here's the thing and again i say this to everybody that comes in the gym everybody's body reacts to things different okay yeah pretty much anything in moderation it's like yeah if you eat 47 eggs a day it's probably not going to be good for your cholesterol but you're probably good eating a couple eggs a day i mean just like anything it's in in moderation you're probably good eating a couple double quarter pounders a day (laughs) i mean i know (laughs) i know i used to be real good at it i mean I I probably didn't look the best aesthetically, but uh, I, I did sink a, a three point shot one time, one seventy five dollars. He did do that. I was there. A lot of people have no idea what the hell we're talking <laughs> about now. We've lost them all. There wasn't nobody listening, anyways. Um, I just I hope that's not true. I hope that there was not really a guy, but like the 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 couple of news articles I read said that. There were a few missing people, and that they were tying it all back together and everything. So yeah, I, I read the same thing. I'm, I don't, you know. Yeah, the only the lesson there is don't buy your jerky from uh, some random old man in Butte, Montana, yeah, or from anywhere, really. Yeah. Uh, but I want to know if that is true, or even just a portion of it's true. If you're the guy at Jack Links that was trying to steal somebody's recipe. Right? And you discover that it's human, do you set on it to protect your reputation? No. No, you can't, right? Because I step up and go, "You know what? Look, call me the Houston Astros. I was cheating. Yeah. I was trying to outdo everybody." <laughs> hey, roommate Dave, will you grab me a water, please? Yeah, roommate Thank Dave, you. grab me one too. Uh, shout out roommate Dave hanging out with us. Um What? You, I, you know, you look like you got. Well, I was going to say something, but it's gone. Now. It's okay. It's a, well, I mean, that's what a podcast I, I is. My, is saying things. Well, I lost my. Train I almost want to go back because you. I thought this is what I thought we were going to go into when Sammy. We start talking about Delaware and people not having respect or anything. I thought we was going to talk about people's yards. Which, oh my which god! I, which I wanted to talk about. <laughs> what do you? I mean, okay. So. Well, I mean, no, mainly like I mean, I get it if you don't like. I never. If somebody don't have money or whatever to keep their house painted looking nice, that's not stuff I'm worried about. I'm talking about like a casket in a front yard. Yes, they're trash. No, it's like that's whenever, a legit real story. Whenever you get out of oh, your yeah, car, I lived next door to a casket for nine years. 
Yeah. That's the one we're talking about. Cast. It was right across the street from you. Yeah. yeah. Right the guy that asked if he'd come over and borrow a pound of hamburger meat. Yeah. <laughs> and you said, yeah, but I don't want it back. <laughs> right. I said, just go ahead and keep it. I don't want you to bring it back. It's going to taste like shit if you do. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I've seen some crazy shit in that town. My favorite was, uh, and we see this quite a bit here around the house, is um, mailboxes that are the base of the mailbox is just a single center block. It's not cemented in or anything. It's just kind of holding it. Yeah. Post. Just kind of a little post thrown in there. We've seen, man, we've seen a lot of stuff here. We're maybe when this YouTube channel gets going, we're going to have to do it like a, a town tour, like a virtual tour. Definitely. Because yeah, people don't really appreciate Delaware until they see it. It's kind of like throwing something, like, I don't even do this, but, like, I get it. People just throw something out the window in their car because they don't want it in their car or whatever, and they just litter, but it's on the road. But, like, imagine doing but it's that. it's disgusting. Imagine doing that in your yard for, like, four years. Just, like, any time you had a piece of trash, you just threw it down, and then just letting that pile up and pile up and pile up. Hey, speaking of throwing down in a piece of trash, I about threw down <laughs> in the grocery store parking lot earlier. <laughs> oh, God, this is a good one. And I... I was you there? I don't. No, I don't. But he told me this morning. I'm usually pretty level-headed. Um, And it's going to go back, and now all of a sudden, I'm going to get a thousand pictures of shopping carts. And that's great. I want to see. I want to see it, because... Every time somebody tags me in a picture of them putting their shopping cart up, I legitimately laugh out loud. So it it, it, it makes my day. So if you've done it and, or, you know, whatever, do it again because it legitimately makes me happy. Tag me in them. I'm good with it. Um, I'm getting out of the car today at the grocery store, local grocery store here at home. And guy I've never seen before puts his groceries in the passenger side of his car. Right, pushes his cart away when he's done because he has to hurry up and light his cigarette. He's in such a hurry to light his, and he's probably in his mid twenties, right? So he's in such a hurry that he can't. He just moves his cart out of the way, shuts his door, and tries to light his cigarette. And I'm like, okay, no big deal. He's got to get his cigarette lit, then he's going to put that thing up. But what I notice is him leaving it right where it sets which is the number one handicapped spot right in front of the grocery store door, right? Well, he starts walking around to the other side to get in his car. And I said, Hey, you really going to do that? And he just looked at me like, what the hell, man? And I said, you really just going to leave that thing set there? Whatever. And I said, really? What if some elder person comes up here now, all of a sudden, they can't even park in the spot that's reserved for them. Anyways, there was there were a few expletives tossed around or whatever, and um, that young gentleman eventually grabbed his cart and hastily put it in the cart return. But it's like, you dumb son of a bitch. You're in your mid-20s. You're fully capable of everything, and you're so worried about getting your cigarette lit that you're gonna you're going to inconvenience someone that needs that handicap spot. Somebody that's in a wheelchair, somebody that doesn't get around like you do. Yeah, and you're never that far from a cart return. Well, if I ever end up, that's, you all guys won't even have to ask questions. If I ever end up shot in the chest in a Walmart parking lot, that's just, why. Just know that's what same, it was over. Same. I said something to somebody about not putting their cart up because I don't want my I don't want a shopping cart ran into the side of my door while I'm in Walmart. 
I used to just let it go. I used to just let it eat at me. Yeah. But I'm at a point in my life where, you know what? If you do it, I'm going to say something to you. Yeah. Like I, I saw the YouTube video floating around the other day and it was like the shopping cart police. Everybody sent it to me. Yeah, that's me now. I'm not going to sit around and wait on you, but if I see you doing it, I'm calling. And it might just it. be in my mind, but it always seems like the person that it was just like, I know I just paid for your groceries. And I just want to pull up and be like, did you wear yourself out loading them groceries well, up that I paid for? That's, that you can't. That's, that's, that's pretty that, funny. that whole thing right there, like the guy that Matt's talking about and the people you're talking about, is why Bernie's place is running second right now. It's because everybody's entitled. Everybody wants somebody else to do something for him. And it was your job to put his card up. That's the way they look at shit. Nope. It was yeah. my job to remind him that he needed to put it up. And uh, thank you to that young man for putting it up. Like I always say, respect's like a mouthpiece. You may not need it all the time, but when you need it and don't use it, you can get your teeth knocked out. (laughs) (laughs) Daggum, I'll be a dick in a deer stand. (laughs) I'll be a dick in a deer stand with an AR-14. With an AR-14. In case people don't know what we're talking about there, who was Amy Klobuchar at the last debate said that she so, talked to her uncle Dick, Uncle Dick, in a deer stand. deer stand about to make sure that none of the gun policy she was passing was going to hurt them. Which you will never ever hear anybody on the right or a conservative ever say you can't pass that because it's going to hurt me. It's going to stop me from deer hunting. It's like yeah, guys, not what it's about. No. When they pass the Second Amendment, whenever that was ratified, if you didn't hunt, you didn't eat. They obviously knew they needed guns to hunt. The, they put the Second Amendment there because we just fought a bloody re- revolution against an out of control government. Yeah, if a bunch That's of white tailed deer uh, form together and have a an, uh, try to overthrow me, then we'll worry about how it affects your hunting. Funny it's thing about white tailed deer, though, against the government is you know it's it's been estimated that within the next six months, white tailed deer are actually going to take over the government because of coronavirus. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure they will. Hey, and I have a question that's completely unrelated to anything we've talked about. Shocker. But you might know the answer. Doubt it. Why is it that if I kill a deer out of season, it belongs to the government? But if that son of a bitch runs into the side of my car, it's mine. I got to pay for it. I got to pay for it. Why can't I sue the government? It's their deer when I shoot it, but when it totals my car, it's not theirs anymore. Did you just admit to poaching? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. Just, just wonder. I mean, you know. <laughs> I don't I admit. Mean, I've never had an empty freezer. <laughs> I don't admit to anything. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say. Even my story last week. I'm not going to say that the person that once said to me that the best deer hunting is sitting in a heated truck with a bag of chips in between you. <laughs> I'm not going to say that guy's sitting in this room, but. <laughs> and anybody that's ever done it. <laughs> Will tell me I'm telling the truth. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah. There's things like that that I, I don't understand. Well, yeah, it's just a double standard. I mean, but anyway, awkward silence. Yeah, nothing, nothing awkward about it. I had a lot of people tell me we should start doing this, like just kicking ignorance. Well, I told like you this morning. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, you did. You, you were actually the only person that told me. No, I, I legit. Had a lot of people tell me that, you know, when we cut loose like this and have a little fun that, you know, it's refreshing because so many of the, so many people in the world take everything so serious. And, and, and I don't want to take away from, you know, my intent on this podcast to, to, uh, you know, like I'm going to sit down with Ezekiel Mitchell this weekend. There's a couple of bull riders I'd like to sit down with this weekend in Duluth and do some, you know, more serious, but, but fun um podcast but like the idea got tossed around of you know 
the three of us and maybe maybe cousin Joe. So it'd be cousin Sammy, cousin Matt, cousin Joe. No, I cousin Dave. I don't know. I don't think I'm. I don't know. Whatever. But uh, a handful of us sitting around and doing this like every week or every other week and just talking politics, news, current affairs. So here's the deal: if uh, if that's something that you would take time out of your day once a week or once every other week to do, hit us up on social media, Matt L West, and uh, let me know. What else? What else well, is in not, the world? And another thing we should say is we're not taking away from any of the people that's passed away from the coronavirus. Absolutely not. That, but they, they don't deserve any less or any more respect than the thousands of other people that die every day from other stuff that get no coverage that should, like, you know. But here's the thing, though. Sad. Any loss is sad. Terrible, yes. No matter what the cause, no matter expected, unexpected, but it's sad because we're selfish. Yes. We all grieve out of selfishness. Oh, sure. 100%. I don't, I've never cried at a funeral for that person. No. I've always cried at a funeral because I wanted more time with that person, because I wanted their family to have more. It's just it. Like funerals and grieving is completely selfish. And I don't mean that as a negative connotation no. whatsoever. I'm just saying that's, that's, that's well, the I mean, it's reality obviously of funerals are obviously for the people. I mean, it's a not a lot. The living, yeah, you know, the living, you know. Yeah. But we always say we're going to celebrate somebody's life, but it, you know, for the most part, it's it's us grieving and being sad. You know, well, it's all a part. It's it's all a way to, for us to heal the ones that are left, you know, behind. And you know, time don't heal anything. It just makes it more acceptable because you stop. Think you've lost people in your life, and if you. Yeah, if I think about it too much, it's yeah, still. it's it's like it happened yesterday. Yep. And there, in any day, time of the day, there can be a random thought that'll bring back. Like my dad's been dead for fifteen years, and if I'm sighting in a rifle or shooting a bow, yeah, and I have a question, my first thought to this day is to call him. Like, which way do I move the front side, or you know, what do I do here? Or here, even dead for fifteen years, so time don't heal anything. It just makes it more acceptable. And like, if I get sick or if there's something, a tragedy I hear about, first thing I want to do is call mom, you know, have her pray. Well, she's been dead for going on four years. So it, a loss for anybody for any reason is horrible. So we're not taking anything away from that. We're just trying to lighten it up a little bit and make people realize that maybe it's not as serious as the news is. You know, what's what's weird to me is and, and i would assume that i'm not the only one in the world that does this but i still every once in a while I'll scroll through my phone people that i was friends with that have passed away years ago i i don't take them out of my phone and i don't know why that is i mean because i'm pretty sure i'm not the only person in the world that does that but dane cook's got a good bit about that Really? Mm-hmm. I can't remember it all, but you want to go listen to it? It's pretty good. It's, about, Cook, his, it's about his mom taking taking his mom's number out of his phone or whatever. Yeah, pretty good bit. Um, I don't know. It's just crazy. Like maybe that's the finality of it. Like it's okay. You know, if I take them out of my phone, it's really over. Dane Cook has a great bit about you know the hardcore crying when when you know, <laughs> back in the day when everybody's drifting and you get broke up with or whatever, you start crying really hard, and then you look at yourself in the, in the mirror, mirror and try to cry even harder. Like oh my. God. Yeah. But it's real. Yeah, absolutely. You're one of my favorite special. Cry, I don't cry. You know, uh, the phone deal uh, for the longest time until 
her contract run out, I would call mom's phone just to get her voicemail. Really? Yeah, to hear her voice. But I still have her number in there, and I don't know whose it is now. I won't call it. But, yeah, it's still under Mama June. Junie, babe. Would have called her. What would be funny, though, is if you did call it and some random guy answered and said, hey, I was just trying to call my mom, and he didn't know, and – you convince some complete stranger that they had this double life. That they did. I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start calling random numbers. I think I'm reminding me of the bit. I think he said that if he called his mom and she actually answered, he's like, well, screwing around. We didn't die. How we're, pissed off would you be? We're just chilling here in yeah. freaking Jamaica with, or whatever. With Tupac in the islands right now. Think Elvis is dead there, conspiracy theorist? Actually, he's not. You can find him online. He's a Pentecostal preacher. Wait, what? <laughs> At, <laughs> You haven't seen that? No. I'm like, you really haven't seen that? That is the most random piece of bullshit I've ever been thrown. You have not seen that? No. Look it up. They've pretty much proved by facial recognition and everything that it's him. You can stop right there. (laughs) (laughs) Look it up. The fact that Matt just threw that completely off the top of his head, and then he actually came back with Elvis as a Pentecostal preacher. Well, maybe maybe there's some truth to it. I got to dig into it. Look it it up. That sounds like a good old country song. Elvis was a Pentecostal preacher. Look at us. We're we're all on our phones. We never finished writing our song from last time. What song was that? It's always good to be somebody's second choice. The last resort. Last last resort. resort. It's always nice. We can't even remember the title, much less. Well, I I think we've pretty much exhausted everything we could talk about tonight. Um, And an update. I don't think I have coronavirus. Yes, might though. He could really die this time. I promise you, if I get coronavirus, my first call is going to be to Elvis, the Pentecostal preacher, and ask him to pray over me. Um, you gotta look it up it's not bs huh so the elvis gonna speak in tongues and pray it right out of matt (laughs) yeah um if you guys listen to this crap i appreciate it uh for wasting another few minutes of your life with us but the the whole point of this thing is you got to enjoy your life you can't spend stop spending so much time being fearful stop spending so much time being scared to enjoy your life because you're going to miss an opportunity to enjoy your life. And that is the reality of it. Well, and remember if you drive down the highway, any length of time, you come within two feet of dying thousands of times a day. So lighten up if you're riding with you. It's more than that. Well, you know, could be, but so don't be on your phone looking up coronavirus or you'll swerve into traffic <laughs> and die. That's what I'm telling. And that's a guaranteed death. Stop taking stuff so serious, people. Enjoy life. Um, as cliche as it sounds, we seriously only get one of them. So I'm going to suck every ounce of, of every day I possibly can out of life. And so uh, I hope you guys are doing the same. Hope you guys enjoyed this little shit-talking session we had here, just ignorant mania. But um, Cousin Dave, thanks for doing this. Thank you. Cousin Sammy. Always. I love it. Always a pleasure. Um, everybody else put on your paper masks because that's going to block everything bad in the world. Uh, don't forget every day is an opportunity to be better. Um, hope you are better today than you were yesterday. Hope this gave you a chance to smile a little bit and, uh, hope you like it. If you do cruise on over, give us a little rating, hit us up in the comments. That's where I really want to hear your feedback is, uh, those 
Apple podcast comments, whether it's there or Google Play Music, just uh, let me know what you literally, legitimately, whatever word that goes in that little blank space right there. Uh, let me know what you really think regularly. Say that. Everybody say it regularly. regularly. It's hard to say. Regularly. Yeah. It, yeah. You ever notice when you start to say regularly, you, just you say it real kind fast. of mumble through the whole second half Kind of like Worcestershire sauce? If you're, yeah, Worcestershire sauce. Honestly, it's just regular. It's regular. I, I sound like a, an auctioneer having a yeah. stroke right in the middle yeah. of calling numbers. <laughs> um, anyways, if you guys... You just pissed uh, off everybody out there that yeah, I just pissed an auctioneer off. that had a stroke. Yeah, in the middle of a sale. You offended them. Yeah. But remember when you're eating up every bit of life to wash it first so you don't get coronavirus. Yeah, here, yeah. Oh, hey, do me a favor. Wash your hands, you nasty bastards. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time.